Coaching Strangers podcast with your host, expert life coach, Stephanie J. Marshall. Hi, welcome to episode two of Casually Coaching Strangers. I'd like to begin today by stating that I am not a medical doctor. I know that's a shocker. And if you are taking more Adderall than has been prescribed to you, please speak to a medical professional. With that out of the way, I know you're going to love today's caller. He had me rooting for him so hard, and I suspect you're going to feel the same way. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. So, yeah, um... I don't really know exactly what this is, but... Um, well, good. Yeah. Well, we'll take it as it goes. And the, the great thing is, is I put the word casually in the casually coaching strangers on purpose. Right. But let's just start here. Like, I've got a few questions. And if something comes up, you can dive into it. Also, you get to say, I don't want to talk about that. Although I might, you know, say, hey, you might want to think about why. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Anything in your life right now that you'd want to change? Is there kind of one area that you might give it a little less than 10 out of 10? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so I'm a, I'm a student currently. I'm, I, I mm-hmm. went back to school uh, three years ago and mm-hmm. uh, I'm a special education major. Mm-hmm. And um, I uh, took two science classes or I, I failed two science classes, rather physics and biology. And I'm yeah. reading them this semester at a community college. And um, so that's kind of like the, the main thing in my life where it's, it's like a little less than 10 out of 10. So what are your options with that? What's your plan? With the biology class, I, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of studying, just really just spending hours and hours at my kitchen table studying before the test um, and just really like relearning it all and listening to lectures and stuff. Um, I think with physics, I've almost just rejected it. I made like a 43 on my test. I was going to spend, I'm, I'm on spring break right now, and I was going to spend the spring break kind of really just trying to learn it as it turns out we ended up getting an additional week to our spring break because of the coronavirus yeah and now the rest of our semester looks like it's going to be online Mm -hmm. so uh yeah it's interesting how are you with things that are online attention wise and are you good that way or some people struggle with that more than others I'm being honest, like I do great because I Google almost everything. I took a previous physics class before this and I Googled every question and I just got the answer online. And uh, I mean, I just, I never studied. I never even really read the questions or answers. It was almost just like a plug in. So I was honestly kind of happy that that's going to be the situation just so I can get through this physics class and kind of move on. So Are you going to have to get further physics classes after this, though, for your degree? Because if so, there might be some value to actually learning it, learning it, right? As yeah. opposed to plug and play? Right. No. So the deal is, the I think I mentioned I'm a special education major. And mm-hmm. so um, in order to do my student teaching next fall, I will be doing like a general science for teachers class. But physics was a prerequisite of that. These are actually my last two prerequisites. I put these two science classes off until the very end. <laughs> Um, and so I'm sure there is like a value to, to learning it, of course. Um, but yeah. Okay. So going back, you said a sentence earlier, something to the extent of you're stuck. Yeah. Tell me why. Tell me more about that. That's a good question. So since we're doing this, I, I may as well just like go and throw it out there. And yeah. So I am, I was prescribed Adderall to help me with my uh, studies. And I love Adderall so much. Yeah. ADD here too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's helped me a much immensely. My problem is, is that I've become like completely addicted to it. Okay. 
uh, yeah, so like essentially I, I, I get it and I'll take it within, you know, two weeks and then I kind of struggle over the other two weeks. And that has been what's, what's hurt me with school is that I can do great when I have it, but then I don't, I just like can't bring myself to study. And I would say, I can almost like point to it. Like if I could just like fix one thing, it would be like being able to like, okay, I'm, I'm going to dedicate an hour to like my brain or my school one hour every day, no matter what. And I'm just going to be able just to plug in there and do it. And I, I always seem to be unable to do that, whether it's, you know, uh, I'm going to do push-ups 20 a day here. You know, it's just, I've never been able to like follow through on that. And I would say that's something that I'm yeah, I'm just going to back up to the Adderall thing a second. You have it for two weeks and then not after. Is that because you get a month's worth of prescription and then you use it up in two weeks? Correct, yeah. Okay. You know how we're all suddenly self-distancing and self-isolating? Mm-hmm. The good news with that is a lot of us are being forced out of our routines. Mm-hmm. Like shit's changing. So it's also a good time to start changing your habits a little bit, right? right. Because the worst thing we can do with ADD and actually this applies to almost everyone. It's just our brains are so much more um, delightfully extreme in things that it's a great testing ground is when we say, okay, this time I'm going to do it. I'm just going to try harder. Right. Because it's not that our intents are bad. Mm-hmm. It's just we actually have trouble clicking our brain into place. You know, yeah. what I mean? we're I- not actually as lazy as we like to tell ourselves we are. And yeah. And the other thing is, um, so you know how right now you're saying you've done it a bunch of times and you haven't followed through. Yeah, you've got, I can hear it in your voice. You're like, okay, I really want to do it one hour a day. I'm going to study. Right. You don't trust yourself right now. On the flip side, when we've got ADD brain, when we're really into something, we can hyper-focus and really right. do shit. The people are like, how did you pull that off? Right. What are some examples of something like that when you've surprised yourself in your life? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and you know, one thing I think I am not the, the, the greatest at, and with regards to that, I just use an example. My, my best friend is very good at that where he decided, okay, I'm going to get into fly fishing and just went full in. And, uh, you know, now I'm going to learn to start tying flies and just went full in. But as far as like stuff where I do that, I don't feel like I've, I've ever had something that that's, that, uh, you know, productive that I have done more so than anything. It's like, I'm going to watch an entire, the entire show of like Breaking Bad or something. And I'll just, you know, in a week, I'll just knock all of that out, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's almost been more along those lines, you know? How about uh, pressure cooker situations where you've pulled things off in the last minute because you've had to? Yeah. I, you know, that, that. yeah. I, so in school, that's, I'd say where I, I kind of did my, not my best, but that's where I it just ended up happening. It's like, I could never do my homework or study say without Adderall, right? Um, at all, leading into it, even though I knew I was going to do it. And like you said, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it tomorrow. And then I, I just wouldn't do it. And I would leave myself basically the morning of the test or whatever the paper do. And I would wake up at 3.30. It was always my time. And I would just just do it beginning to end there. And I would knock it out. And then I would turn it in. And I'm just like, I can't believe I just did all this. And, and these <laughs> I wasn't necessarily proud of it. But like I turned it in. And so uh, and the pressure cooker situation when I actually have to do something, I think that that is when I've been able to do that. However, that's like when a, these were my education classes and that was more of like a, something you would have to fill out or a paper you'd have to make or a project. But when I found just like for studying for physics, that's just so broad and open-ended. It's almost like it was too much for my brain to even like know where to start. And so I just didn't, you know? 
I do. I do. So I want to tell you a fun little concept right now. People like to think that we're logical, right? And we make plans and we follow through and I want to get a good mark. So I will blah, 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 put my schedule together. I'm so fascinated when people say things like, if you want to do it, just put it in your calendar. And I'm like, that's so cute that you think that means I'm actually going to do it when the time comes. Right. Yeah, right. You know how you said, we think we're so logical, but we're actually driven by our feelings. So Mm -hmm. when you're doing things at that last minute, what happened is your resistance, your kind of, of your ADD brain to be able to like click your brain into place and actually do what you need to do that feeling of like resistance of I don't want to do it, that's winning until the feeling of anxiety of shit, I'm running out of time, I have to do it. It's almost like you're waiting until you get that trigger of anxiety. Yeah. And that's what's pushing you to go, okay, now I'm going to do it. Right. That's, yes. What would be useful is to actually get you to trigger that little desire to do it Mm -hmm. faster than the anxiety of not doing it. That's what's driving you to not follow through on these is you're Uh not able to emotionally connect to why you should do it. Right. Right. So let's talk about when do you need to have studied by? So it would be in the, so basically like I'll finish this semester and then I'll have the summer. The courses that I'm taking now, the biology and physics will end in May. And those are the prerequisites for the, for the science classes, which I'll take over the summer. And after finishing that, I will be able to do my student teaching in the fall. Okay, so right now, the courses that are the bane of your existence, it's uh-huh. all over at the end of May, right? Correct, yep. So right now, let's think about this. Picture the end of May. What is the best case scenario? And I want you to aim high. Mm-hmm, okay. What does it look yeah. like? Tell me about it. I mean, best case scenario, aiming high just be like would just be passing at this well, point. That's, not, that's not the very best case scenario. Take it up a notch. Right, okay, all right. So we think through this as I talk. So I guess the best case scenario, because at this, I'm not worried about my GPA, like I, everything's fine there. I uh, had to have a minimum GPA to get where I am. And for a while that was an issue, but I've done fine. So getting a, a C versus a B isn't a big deal to me, but so passing it, I guess would be the, the lowest, but really being able to uh, pass, but then come away with a, with a, with a more broad understanding or like a, I guess it doesn't matter to me what I'm saying is if I make a C or a B, it doesn't really matter. But what does matter, what I would like to have would be a, a, an understanding where I can actually uh, speak about these things that I've learned in, in these different subjects. What I've learned in biology, I've talked to, to all my friends and my parents about like, well, this is what your immune system does. And this is your cell. I mean, you know, <laughs> so I'd like to be able to retain it and be able to actually use it one day, whether in teaching or just knowing it in life. Okay. So you would love to just be like, not only did I get the marks I need, but I get it. And I'm so psyched to just take it to the next level in my teaching. Yeah. 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 Just kind of add it to the mental toolbox. Okay. And how good would it feel if, uh, for once in your life, like you actually followed through and you were studying a little bit every day, how would that feel? I mean, that, that would feel great. And, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because there are like a few times I can remember where I did do kind of the thing that I always hope I'm going to do where I really did just study every day and do it. I mean, I just look back on those times like, oh, that was so amazing. And um, I mean, that would be that would be great. So you're going to get it. You're going to be able to do it more easily if you really start connecting to this future, mm-hmm. to how it's going to feel if you're like, I pulled it off. Yeah. 
Yeah. It might even, with the ADD brain, it's hard to sometimes viscerally connect to it. But even thinking of how to feel if you do it for a bit, to, like tomorrow. Right. Like right? Think, of, think of how it would all be at the end tomorrow. If you study tomorrow for an hour, like how great will you feel? Right. Yeah. So when you make these intentions, do you aim high in terms of, okay, I'm going to study this exactly, then that exactly, and make sometimes things that you like schedules that are a bit intense? I mean, I made like a lot of lists in my life that have yeah. never anything. It's a fun little thing called uh, the perfectionist fantasy. And that tends to be um, lists and plans that are actually literally sometimes physically impossible. I want you to start small. And it's about learning to build trust with yourself. Yeah. You are saying right now, if I can just study one hour a day, right? Uh It's not huge, but you might actually up it a little bit, little down the road, but you might actually say, I'm going to study for a minimum of 15 minutes tomorrow. Yeah, I like that. But make it non-negotiable. Yeah. And what I like people to do in their day is divide them the things between non-negotiable and things that you have to do. And here's the tricky little piece, because we're kind of liars to ourselves a lot of the time if we haven't developed the habit of self-trust. Sure. The non-negotiable things, you are so 100% certain that you're going to follow through. Not because you should or you technically have to, because we all know sometimes there's stuff we should do that we don't. Right. But because you have committed, I don't care what comes up. I don't care if it's three o'clock in the morning and you're like, this was non-negotiable. I will now sit down for the three minutes, right? 15 minutes, whatever you've, but you're like, that's the level of commitment you have to it. Uh And start off with one non-negotiable thing a day. Yeah. To build your trust. Yeah. I like that. You know, so, because a lot of time, like, look, you're studying this for class. Are you better when you're doing something for someone else's deadline? Yeah. Or when you're meeting someone? Uh, Yeah, yeah. So isn't it weird the way we're not really great with ourselves? Yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd love to help other people and, and, you know, do stuff like that or, you know, if I can help someone off. You know, that's some almost doing stuff for other people like that, it almost seems like a non-negotiable thing for me. But then when I need yeah. to do this, that almost just goes by the wayside. And that's then, for yourself. Right, right. So you're going to be leading a lot of students. Yeah. And we all know that students learn by example. Mm-hmm. And this is an example of being kind to yourself and respecting yourself. Yeah. For future outcomes. Yeah. I'd say that teaching students to really get that skill is going to be critical. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Do you think when you think of it that way, it's worth you getting that, building that commitment to yourself and following through? I do. And I like the way that you you phrased it too, about the, you know, at a minimum 15 minutes. I think that's such a good way to think about it. I've done, and I mean, I just just started again two two days ago, but I've always said, I'm going to do, 20 pushups every day, no matter what, whatever. And I'm good for like three weeks. And then I just stop. And, and, you know, two days ago, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it again. And last night I almost didn't. Cause I you know, had a little drink and I already showered. And I was like, no, just do it. You can, you can do this. No problem. And so I, I think if I were to think of studying specifically like, like that, it's, it's, 
look, if I don't have to do an hour every day because that's going to be a lot, but I do have to do 15 minutes. 15 minutes is manageable. And, um, you know, just like 20 push-ups on the other hand is like manageable. But, but in regards just to studying, 15 minutes is manageable. And if I make that a non-negotiable thing, then no matter what, at least I'm looking at my studies every day. And almost always, every time I actually look at my studies, I get interested or I get sucked in in some form mm-hmm. and I will continue further than that. And so I think that doing a 15 minutes minimum as opposed to like a one hour mandatory uh, is a, it's an interesting way to look at it. And it even just thinking about it makes it like kind of easier for my brain to digest uh, going about it like that. Uh, right now, I'd like you to tell me all the reasons that you really want to go and be a teacher, actually, because you need this to be a teacher, don't you? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so working with kids is, is I kind of just fell into special education. I have always worked with kids and I got a certification to be a teacher's assistant, which is uh, you just help out in the classroom, help out the teachers. And I applied everywhere and a special education school called me first. I never heard of them and I never worked in special ed and they called me and I went in and got the job and I ended up just loving it. And it just was a real natural fit. I feel like the struggles that I had in school and kind of with learning carried over very well to this job because I, I understood kind of struggling with school and I was able to sort of relate with, you know, uh, with, with the kids. Yeah. And so that's why I decided to go ahead and go back and get my degree so I could become a teacher. I always say it's, I don't know. I mean, it's the only thing I've ever done that I'm like good at, you know, I'm not going to go be like a doctor or a lawyer or stuff, but like, a special education teacher fits with, with what I feel like I'm good at and what I enjoy. That's amazing that you figured that out. I really, it's, it's amazing just how lucky I am. I, mean, I applied to so many schools and this was the first school that called me. I mean, the next day, like four other schools called me, but I had already, you know, agreed to go to this one school. And it's just such an interesting thing when you look at it, uh, just like the course of life, you know, the different yeah. paths you take. It's like that. I just kind of, I always said I got lucky in that moment to be called by this school instead of another school and I would have maybe had no idea what I would want to do when I grow up otherwise but uh so yeah and just think this is going to enable you to do that and do it to the best of your ability isn't that a, a really good reason to want to be doing at least 15 minutes a day it is absolutely yeah you know like, I actually think you need to make sure you connect to that every single day. I think you're right, because it is it is easy to get lost between the two. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, this is what you're working towards, but sometimes it's, uh, you, you know, you just get so uh, focused on what's happening right now and, and or what I'm doing tomorrow that you kind of forget what I'm doing it for. So, yeah. So I want you every day, and this is actually a great thing to do in the morning to start the day is to write something, pen and paper, write down something that connects you to the feel, like how happy you are that this is what you're doing. Mm, yeah. So there's, there's just a kind of a different subject, but, it, yeah. it, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, a girl that I, I like, and we've been friends for a long time and I, it could turn out down the road that like we may end up together, but I, we're far from that. maybe not who knows right but just the other day I wrote a note on my phone thinking about this it was a thought that came to me it was like well you know I'm 
doing these push-ups and I, or I think with no, it was like, I, you know, it's important to take time to like better yourself, like physically and mentally and sharpen your brain and be a better person today. Not because you want this immediate reward of like, okay, she'll go out with me starting tomorrow, but it's like, but one day it might happen and you need to be ready. You know, you need to build yourself up to, to be there for that day when it does happen, not because yes. you want to get reward. So yeah. Totally. Yeah. And you taking care of yourself, learning this stuff now, learning to have these habits, even if it's another girl down the line. Right, right, exactly. You're investing in yourself to be able to, uh, you know, for your future self. Yeah. And also, when you build up these skills with yourself, you're going to have more confidence, which actually allows you to give more to others. can see Uh, that, yeah. Because when people are insecure, they're spending a lot of time thinking about themselves and worrying about themselves. Right, yeah, there's no downside, really. Right, yeah, absolutely. But it is a habit, right? And that's the thing, is it's something you've got to grow little by little. But you've got to start by setting the direction you want to go to. And right now, you want to be a special needs teacher. Mm-hmm. So what else do you want in your life? Let's just talk down the line, because this is what you're building for. You're not just building so that you study every day because there's some exam. Right. What you're doing today is actually going to impact you five, ten years down the line. Yeah, I agree completely. And and overall, like even just being a, a teacher is has always sort of been what I want later down the line more than anything. I think it's to be able to be married and have a family. All of my friends, all of them are all now married and have kids. And I'm still like the only single one out of the group. I'm I'm in school much longer than all my other friends. And so just being a teacher isn't what does it for me. I feel like I've always just thought of that as like a stepping stone. I mean, you need to have a job, but it's like, okay, I want to be a teacher to almost get me to this next level. I'm not saying this right, but it's like what I would like to have long-term, which is a family and a happy, like stable life where I'm able to provide for myself, uh, be giving to others, but also, you know, be able to, again, just have a family. Yeah. Okay. I just want to remind you everything you've said. What's kind of great, though, is you're well on your way to all of this. Maybe. But I, I, so, yes, I I don't disagree with you. However, sometimes when I do just sit around and take Adderall and I don't do anything and then or or I just don't study for, for, you know, because I took it all. I'll spend a solid week of, like I said, I used watching a TV show, you know, beginning to end as an example. I, I almost just view that as like wasted time because I didn't get better at all. So I think my big thing, like my overarching thing with this is like, I want to do the 15 minutes a day because it does, no matter what, at least build something. It's, you know, 15 minutes, seven days. If I only do that, at least I've done that 15 minutes a day, seven days a week. And that's something, at least it wasn't completely wasted. So you're at least going forward a little bit instead of backward. Okay. That little bit is huge. Now let's just talk about these wasted weeks. What triggers you to do that? Are you doing that when you're avoiding things? Yeah, that's a good, good question. Yeah, so I think, and I've, I've definitely like tried to psychoanalyze myself to some like you know degree of like why am I so into Adderall? And I think it's because I am like I you know I don't know I always feel like a little awkward and a little like never super great with my words, and then I just you know just take a bunch of Adderall and it's like I feel great and I you know feel super confident and I like my thoughts. And at first, uh, after not taking it for a while, it's like. I'm just able to feel like I have more, more to bring or. So is it when you're not on the Adderall that you're wasting the week? 
Yes, I would say that, yes. Okay. When you're taking a lot of the Adderall, are you actually following through and doing the work or are you just kind of social and a little out there and just looking for the brain buzzes? That, that as well, yes. There's a very like, there's a very like short window almost and it's, and it's almost like after I first get the Adderall again and, you know, I'm able to take it and then kind of comes like, oh, I take it too much. I can't sleep. So then I can't think. And it just sort of spirals. And then I run out and then the whole cycle starts over. I mean, it's been Okay, so that's like, not helping you. No. Where I'm are you? I'm just going to ask you, where are you in your cycle right now? I just got my Adderall refilled. Are you on a lot of it right now? Uh, no, I'm on a, a little more than the recommended dose, just to be honest. Yeah, no. Well, what's the point in talking honestly to someone who's lying? Um, are you getting worse with the Adderall, how much you're taking? Yeah, well, I'm not getting... Yeah. I'd say like it runs out quicker than it has, you know, in other years, but, um, it's, it's still, and, and that's honestly the, the, the biggest one. It's like, okay, I'm only going to take two tomorrow and I do two in a pill counter, you know, you, you 14 in a week's worth. And I was like, this is going to be the way to solve it. And is then, that something that you want to address that you're ready to? Cause it sounds like if you continue down that path, you might get kind of more and more self-destructive. Yeah, I absolutely. Yeah. Right. Now you're saying yes to me, but like your gut, are you kind of like, yeah, but not really. Cause I don't know what I'm going to do otherwise. As far as addressing the Adderall. Yeah. Um, I would, I would say that like, I don't believe truthfully that like I could finish school without it. I don't, I don't. However, I I'm not saying looking, to get off Adderall, but I'm just I, saying if you abuse it, you might not finish school. Right. Uh, However, like I am willing to address that, like I can't take more than I am supposed to, and without being self-destructive. So, so you know that this is not really the good path you're on right now with the Adderall. Yeah. So uh, we're putting the casually into casually coaching strangers because hello, I'm not a doctor. So we're talking about addiction. Talk to your recommended expert, and we all know all those things. At the same time, okay, let's chat about this. If you're going to tackle it alone, it's going to have to be because you really, really want to. And you realize that, frankly, all the stuff you want, you're not going to get if you continue to be Mm -hmm. Mm self-destructive. You might not become a teacher. Yeah. You probably won't get the girl. Yeah. With that moods up and down. Oh, he's on an Adderall off two weeks. Right. Is the girlfriend part more motivating than the school? Tell me what's hitting you harder. I'd say that, yeah. The girl part? Yeah. Then I'm going to stress that. You're going to have a really shitty relationship if she winds up being more than a friend, if you have different personality every two weeks. Yeah. And that's not going to be the best of you. Right. And I can tell you're a really kind person. You've got great intentions. You want, you're like going into something where you get to help so many people. You Mm -hmm. could be robbing all of those people of help. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because at some point, if you keep doing this and getting rid of the Adderall faster, you're going to be like, fuck, I do need something for the other two weeks or three right. weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes. And substance stuff fucking sucks. We all know that. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not at any bottom right now and you've got the Adderall. So for the next two weeks, you can do at least 15 minutes a day. But if you're talking about improving yourself, you've got to take charge now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, just one thought that I'm having while we're saying all this, just spitballing here. Yeah. Um, because eventually, you know, like I, I will, I think it is important for me to really set this, the, the 15 minute studying goal. Oh, right? yeah. I, that is like the most important thing because I think it sets up something else. It's like, yeah, I can study 15 minutes a day when I'm on Adderall, no matter what, but there will be a point where I run out and that, that can be addressed, but just for this month, right. There'll be a point where that runs out. And at that point is when I don't study no matter what. And that's the point where I need to implement this um, non-negotiable minimum 15 minutes a day. I'm going to study. And then that kind of puts you on a path. And then all of a sudden, Hey, look, I've studied the last two weeks without Adderall. And then build on that. Um, I know that doesn't address the taking Adderall correctly versus incorrectly. I don't want to like say that that's not important, but I just wanted to say that like, something to build on is, is starting there. Yes. And the other piece though, is I want you to envision that future where you've got the girlfriend, right? You've graduated, there's connection and love and you're happy. Right. And you're taking care of yourself and you're building for your future. If you know that that's why you're doing these little things daily, that minimum 15 minutes, that's going to help you take charge of all of them. It's about choosing to do it because you want what it's going to bring to your life. Yeah. Difference. Absolutely. I do. And I think that's a, I think that's great. I, it makes complete sense to me. Okay. Because even, even when you said it, I could, I was visualizing kind of it all in my head and just, you know, visualizing 15 minutes a day and doing that and that's fine. But as soon as you started talking about why I'm doing it and doing it like for the girl in the future and all of that, like that kind of resonates more with me as a, as a motivator. It's like, yes, that's, that's what my heart wants. You have to remember what you're doing it for. So are you going to start today and do that 15 minutes today? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. At what time? Let's plan right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm going to do it at four o'clock. I have some errands to run after this. I'm going to come home and I'm going to do it right then. Okay. And do you know what you're going to focus on? What are you going to start with? I don't. Um, yeah. So I, I, I guess I need to, to go back through my physics notes from my uh, most recent class. Start there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to just make sure you know that sometimes when people start this habit, they spend 15, their 15 minutes going, okay, I'm going to start with this. And then they start a 15 minutes by planning for the Our next fi- week. Don't do that. Yeah. I yeah. want you to try and dive into a, a piece of content. Uh-huh. Because it's really easy to make plans and our brains are actually set up in a way where we're better at planning than we are at execution. Yeah. Yeah. I spend so much time going to places to study when really I just end up shuffling my notes around and finding a good way for me to look at it later and I don't end up actually studying. So yeah, I know what you mean. What kind of techniques do you have when you study? My techniques for studying, I list my lectures and then I have my notes that I took during class and then I go back in a separate notebook and I almost like rewrite the whole thing. And okay. that's helped mentally. Because uh, the other thing is, is sometimes I find ADD brains, they tell us to study one way, but it doesn't actually work for us. Yeah. Um, sometimes like talking about it and saying it out loud to other people and asking each other questions might be really helpful. Yeah. Professor actually recommended that we do that. And uh, that is, and my classmates and I have talked about doing that for this next test. I've not wanted to do it previously because I felt like I was so far behind. I just couldn't even hang. Um, Can I just give you a suggestion? Yeah. Participate. And if you feel really behind, 
that's even more of a reason to participate because that's going to make you feel like it's mandatory for you to catch up. And if you feel like you're not contributing because of that, maybe say, hey, guys, I know I'm a bit behind here, but maybe I can help extra by doing this instead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So don't feel bad about that, like about yourself. Don't hide in shame because you haven't done the work. It's not uh -huh. going to help you. ADD shame destroys people. Yeah. And so with the drugs thing, I know you're telling me, but if you tell anyone, I would say a good thing might be to have somebody else be holding on to the pills and giving you two a day. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to tell them everything you told me. Right. But you might even say, look, hey, we're in quarantine. I'm tempted because I'm bored or whatever. Like, I don't know. Not that I want to give you tips on how to lie, but I yeah. just first steps of you. That just might really help you with that little piece right there. I know yeah. I don't want to right now. There's probably resistance in your gut like right now, but I'm just yeah, thinking no. about what it could bring your life if you actually start to take all of this really seriously right now. Yeah. The main thing that you said that I really like is again, just focusing on, I guess, what I'm doing it for, you know, what, yeah. what does it all go towards? You, you did also mention writing it down. Um, mm -hmm. That is another thing, you know, talking about making lists and stuff, but it just ended up all over my apartment. Um, trying to have notebooks where I write things down or a journal. I have just so many, you know, notebooks with three pages written in them that I never opened because I tried to do that. Is there a specific way that you would say to go about doing that, to write down your gratitudes? There's, okay, there's different ways. Now, one of the things about gratitude that's really important to remember is that if you don't actually feel it, there's no value. Mm -hmm. But I kind of like the idea of starting with one thing, like I'm grateful for this, right? Mm -hmm. Second one is what did you, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, yeah. Third is to actually say, I'm so like a sentence a lot of people use is I'm so happy and grateful now that right. what they do is they actually, um, they write the sentence of themselves in their future. So for you, it might be, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm teaching special need kids, helping them every day. And I'm building a family and the life of my dreams. Right. The fact that it sounds a little Hallmark card cheesy, you write it in a way that fits you. Right. Yeah, I like that. So that, but then write it. When you write it, you want to connect. Like, actually imagine it for a moment. Uh-huh. Because you want that to drive you. You want to know. If you, and just remember, incremental change. Yeah. But those three questions, and then the one bonus thing I might ask is, what can I learn from yesterday? Mm, interesting, yeah. And it might be that Breaking Bad all day doesn't make me feel good, actually. <laughs> right, right. No, I think that I think that's great um, because it's, I, you know maybe it's all people with ADD or just me. I don't know. I'm a very visual learner. I can kind of see things in my head, and that's helped me to learn. But also, I think visualizing things helps to drive me. Um, and and yeah. Oh yeah, and so creating a visual in your head of what you want right is a huge tool. Uh -huh. Huge. And you might even decide that like when you sit down to work for 15 minutes, you actually make it 16 and you spend the first minute really focusing on your why. And just if you're visual, just you can sit and visualize it. Some people, it makes it more real if they write it down. Yeah. And have fun yeah. with it as well. Like some of the stuff is deep, meaningful matters. Uh -huh. But also get into the details. Like you're just kind of saying, I want a wife and a family. That's great. But it's kind of like saying when I'm older, I just want to be happy and provide like, I'm going to say, get into the details a bit, like have mm -hmm. more fun with it. 
Like, yeah. With your family. How do you vacation? Where do you go? Because the virus is over in our fantasies, of course. How are you going to take care of yourself? What kind yeah. of workout are you going to do? What do you feel like physically? Right. What's a really nice thing you just did for your girlfriend because you love to treat her really well? Mm-hmm. Like start imagining that stuff that comes from your future because the other stuff is so generic. I get that you really want it, but it's hard to build an image on generic stuff that everybody wants. Absolutely. I completely agree. That's, so that's stuff, great. And also pay attention to like the quirks that make you you. Like what little weird things do you love? Uh-huh. You. Yeah, that's, that's great. I really like that. Yeah. Okay. And is that worth getting a grip on your Adderall and doing the work? Absolutely. It absolutely is. We have uh, nine minutes left, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so you said you're a, a, a coach. Yeah. What's your, like, what, what's your position and what's also, what's your podcast? Is this new? Have you been doing it? What's the, what's the deal? Oh, you're shiny and new. It's launching hopefully at the end of the month. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. So I'm just in the recording phase right now, figuring out what it's going to be like a little more. And yeah, I coach uh, people who are a bit stuck or having trouble getting to the next level, but enough about me. This is not my podcast about me. I'm turning it back to you. I understand. I know. I want to that in the very beginning though we just kind of took off I was like I don't even know but so that's okay awesome what else do you want to change in your life or what else is going on just spitballing here I feel like sometimes I don't have like a whole ton of energy just like in general if, if everything is normal like no Adderall no anything I feel like just generally I'm just like a very sleepy person I, I, I can just sleep for like 12 plus hours I just I don't ever have like the a whole bunch of you know, some people love to go work out. I don't necessarily, I kind of would rather, I just don't like move, moving much. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's something that I, you know, just purely. And what happens when you do uh, start moving? Do you hate it after? Or is it just this starting to go do it? That's the toughest part. It's just part? The starting to go do it has always been my thing. Because again, that can be a clicking your brain into place thing. If you've got ADD, it's the, I can't get myself to go, but once you do, you're good. I think you're right. Yeah. So. And energy wise, that could be the same thing of you're having trouble connecting viscerally to the driver of whatever it may be. When yeah. You're in school, like, is it kind of like, oh, I'm not in the mood to get up. But once you're there and you're around people and you're in it, it's fine. Energy wise. Yeah. I would say that's, that's correct. Uh, once I'm there, I'm, once I'm there, uh, I'm, I'm invested, whether it's just, you know, eating dinner with my parents or at school or just whatever, uh, you know, I'm invested. Um, it's, I've just, I guess, always had this sort of trouble with, uh, getting myself to that point. So, yeah. So can I ask you this real quick? Yeah. Seven minutes or something. So, you know, and there's, I've always been able to like look at my life and be like, okay, here's the things I want to fix. But just to be clear, you're saying like the biggest thing is to focus on what your driver is and and use that as your, uh use that as your motivating factor to kind of choose what you uh, what you want to do and uh, how you go about it. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, okay, and I'm going to tell you the big question. And it's such a, these are such big questions that it almost sounds like I'm being a really lame internet meme. If I were to say to you, look at your life 10 years from now, who do you want to be and how do you want to live? Uh-huh. If you build out that question, and start creating a vision in your mind, 
And then you say, okay, what's that person thinking? They're thinking, I've got to kick ass on this exam. Right. How are they feeling? They're inspired. The inspired person then acts and is like, I'm going to go study even though I'm not in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, so just so you know, that's a habit. I used to hate mornings. And the first thought every morning was, I hate mornings. I want to go back to sleep. And I actually put a post-it beside my bed. And the uh-huh. post-it is like, it's fine when I get outside. Because I yeah. leave the house in eight minutes and then I was totally fine. Uh-huh. Because I used to waste time arguing with myself. Am I going to do it? Am I going to not? Thinking yeah. of reasons why well, I could justify it. We're such bullshitters in our own head. Right. Yeah. Um, I have one more question, if, if we have time. Yeah, I'll try and be uh, useful. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I agree with everything you said. I Every coaching thing that you said, I can, I can understand, and it makes complete sense to me. And I'm going to uh, do this stuff that we're saying. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see because it, it, uh, a lot of it, it's just like a mind frame. Let me ask you this though. So, like we said, 15 minutes for studying, or you know, minimum. Uh, and I, I mentioned the push-ups, the 20 push-ups minimum. I'd like to keep doing that. Is there anything else like that that you can think, even though you don't know me, that a successful person should do a, a minimum of every day? Okay, I'm going to say don't try and change more than two things as a habit. Okay. And don't build in new habits until the two are so established that you're like, well, of course I'm going to do it. Start with your 15 minutes a day is habit number one. Uh-huh. The yeah. second is I'm going to send you a worksheet. Uh-huh. Do that worksheet every morning. Okay. And you know what? It's not going to be automatic. Some days it's going to be hard. You might miss some at first. I like to pretend you won't, but like, uh-huh. you know, until it's a habit, don't focus on any other habits because that's going to help you build out the vision and help you do other things. And you know what? Because of that, you might start working out more regularly because yeah. that's the type of person you want to be. Mm-hmm. That mental mindset work, that's the thing that I've seen change the most people's lives the most significantly in the smallest amount of time. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in before it's even a podcast. So I know a lot of people are like, I'm not doing it until I know what it sounds like, you know? So. Um, so you're very brave. I really appreciate it so much. Well, thank you. This was great. And I really do appreciate everything that you, uh, you know, you said, and, uh, thank you for of course listening to me, but I, I appreciate, you know, considering uh, what I've said and, and, uh, applying your coaching to it. I, I'm, I'm, I really do. Thank you Happy so much. To. And good luck with everything. Thank you very much. Take I care and go study, do that stuff. You said you're going to do it at four. Awesome. Yes. Didn't forget. Best of luck with everything. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. Bye. So were you rooting for him? Like, how could you not? I hope he aces his exams and I think he's just going to make the best teacher. And to anyone out there who's trying to build a new daily habit, I just really want to emphasize that focusing on why you want to build the habit and what the results would be and what the future would look like if you do build this habit is way more useful than beating yourself up and trying to come up with perfect plans and schedules that rely on motivation being present when the time comes to execute on said schedule. It's the thing that's really annoying is that you can't schedule motivation. Imagine if you could. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Anyway, have a great day, morning, evening, or moment in time. I still really need a good sign off. If you have any ideas, just send them my way. 
Take care. Bye.